Edge is away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Welcome to Above the Horizontal, a podcast about rugby league. I'm your host, Bo Nicholson. Our show is hosted and produced by a bunch of ex-writers for Real Sport back when they actually covered real sports. Much like them, we are by the fans and for the fans, and we like to have some fun while we try to delve into a bit of analysis as well. Before the season starts in 2023, we've assembled a craft team to run our eye over each squad and predict how their season will go for them. And to join me to talk about the Roosters, who did finish sixth last year, but were the lowest ranked team eliminated in the first week of finals. Hence, we're slotting them in eighth for the purposes of the podcast. I've got Daniel Friend. Friendy, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Bo. Ready to talk about some eastern suburbs latte sippers. Let's go. (laughs) The Bondi boys themselves. Kieran Gibson is also here. Kieran, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, Keen to talk about possibly the most maligned club in the NRL. Possibly, although it, it depends where you live. Because if you live in Brisbane, it's the fucking Broncos. It's the Broncos by a mile. If you if you go for anyone other than the Broncos, you fucking hate the Broncos. But yeah, I'll, I'll wear that. The Roosters. Uh, if anyone hasn't listened to any of the previous episodes, basically what we do is I'm going to ask Kieran and Friendy to tell me if they rate or don't rate certain parts of the Roosters organization, whether that be the coach, the recruitment the forward pack, backline, spine. I'm going to ask them some specific questions about the Roosters this year and to give me a prediction of where they'll finish and a bold prediction as well. To start us off, let's talk about recruitment. Now, they've brought in Queensland origin legend Corey Allen. They've also brought in Jake Turpin, who I think is an underrated recruitment, to be honest. Jackson Paolo from the Rabbitohs. And the big headline signing is Brandon Smith from the Storm, who appears place to be their starting hooker because they've let go of guys like Sam Beryls, uh, Freddie Lussick. They've also let go of other players like Daniel Saluka, Fafita, and Siasiwa Takeaho. Friendy, do you rate the Bruce's recruitment this year? Yeah, I, I do rate their recruitment. I, I rate the recruitment of Brandon Smith. I, I, I know people might not like him and, and the way he talks and things like that, but he's, I think he's a brilliant footballer and I think he'll actually suit their sort of high-energy game really well. I do – Daniel Saluka for Fida, he's an interesting loss for mine because I reckon that kid will have a big season for South this year. Uh, so he's maybe one that they've missed out on. But, yeah, uh, I rate it. Unfortunately for Daniel, I think he's starting with a bit of an injury to start the season. So he might miss a bit of football. But when he comes back, I agree with you, he is a goer um, and would have offset the loss of Takeoho. But, anyway um, – Hopefully, he goes well for the Rabbitohs too. Kieran, do you rate the Roosters recruitment? Uh, look, obviously, the big fish is Brandon Smith, and I do really rate him. Um, even at hooker, I know um, there's a few people that aren't a big fan of him at, in that position. Um, but if you take out Brandon Smith from their recruitment, I don't really rate it. I, although I do like Jake Turpin. He does bring a, a lot of energy, which I think could be a, a good thing if Brandon Smith can't quite um, play 80 to start the season. Uh, overall, I'll give it a pass mark, I think. I'm going to give it, yeah, I'm going to give it a pass mark, definitely a rate as well. I'm not as sold on Smith being a starting hooker, but I don't mind it if the plan is to have that initial burst because, as, as Freddie says, he's very up-tempo. Uh, get him off after 25-30, give, give him a bit of a spell and bring him on again after half time. 
maybe as a middle forward, potentially, depending on how the, the game's going, depending on who you've got on the bench, maybe it's Jake Turpin. Uh, I, I can see that because he's a class footballer. So I do rate it. Uh, I think Jake Turpin's a good get for a depth signing. And Jackson Palo, there's a, there's a footballer there somewhere if he can get rid of those errors. So I think, I think I'm on the side of rating it. Now, I'm about to ask a very silly question, I think. Boys, do you rate coach... Trent Robinson, Kieran. Um, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't read him. Yeah, I definitely do. Well, let me let me rephrase the question for you then, Friendy. Is is Trent Robinson in the top three coaches in the NRL? Uh, off the top of my head, yes. Um, Bellamy, him, well, I, I guess at the moment Ivan, but Ivan's got a terrific roster. I kind of see where you're going with this. That the Roosters have. A fantastic roster every year. They're always tipped to be in the top four, win the comp, all that sort of things. Has he underachieved with that roster? I yeah. I, I still think he is an elite coach. Uh, and, and, yeah, I, I do rate Trent Robinson, even though he does have a good roster. A lot of the guys, whilst they might not have the juniors, he does bring a lot of the guys through into first grade. What he's doing with – well, what he's done with just, – just for example – Nat Butcher now compared to where he was when he started, he's doing the exact same thing with Egan Butcher. And I think he develops first graders almost as good as anyone. So, yeah, I do rate Trent Robinson. Yeah, you can add a few other names to that list. Victor Radley, Takeaho, who he formed into a, one of the premier front rowers. Yeah. Uh, Joey Manu, mm-hmm. like he was brought through grade uh, by Trent Robinson. Latrell. Latrell, of course, yes, 100%. Um, I do rate him. I rate him in that top three. I think it's Bellamy, Bennett, um, and Robinson. And I love the way that he speaks about the game as well. I love listening to him talk about rugby league, uh, talk about players' mentalities. He seems like the kind of guy that's very well read, very like, understands that his players are humans and they're all individuals and he needs to treat them differently, but set a, set a standard as well. You know, he, he seems like just a really, really good coach. So I, I'd love to have a dude like that in my life, just giving me advice and shit. So I do, I rate Trent Robinson. Let's talk about the forward pack. Now there's, as I mentioned, there's a couple of guys that have left the forward pack and as Friendy mentioned, a couple of guys that are sort of stepping up into it. They still have the likes of Jared Waria Hargreaves. They've still got Angus Crichton as well. Uh, they also have Nat Butcher, uh, Tupanua, Egan Butcher, Radley, Fletcher Baker as well. He seems to be coming along really, really nicely on the bench. And Brandon Smith, who might have a bit of a role as a middle forward as well. Time will tell on that front. Friendy, do you rate their forward pack? Yeah, I love their forward pack. Uh, I think their roster's fantastic. I'll, I'll probably end up rating all of their side, to be honest. So yeah, definitely rate their pack. Uh, look, I do. I do think that they're a little light on, on front row forwards. Um, it'll depend on some of the youngsters coming through to, to kind of fill that void. But overall, yeah, I definitely do. Some of their second rowers are elite. Yeah, to the point that they're probably like what they they had Tupanua probably not in their starting pack. Um, if if Nat Butcher keeps that spot, that's that's saying something. Uh, yeah, I rate it as well. What about the spine? Uh, they've got obviously like Tedesco for one. <laughs> Brandon Smith is probably going to be the starting hooker. Uh, Turpin might be the the backup hooker there, and their halves look like they're going to be again Luke Keary at five eighth and Sam Walker at halfback. Kieran, do you rate this spine? Yes, I definitely do, and I, I think Sam Walker's just to touch on him. He's had so many um, doubters over the last couple of seasons, and I think time and time again he proves them wrong. I think it's a, a really good spine overall. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Luke Keary 
I reckon he's in for a massive season this year. And, and Sam Walker improved dramatically last year. Smith's great. And, and Teddy, I mean, Teddy's Teddy, isn't he? He's one of the best every year. So, yeah, I love their spine. Teddy is genuinely in that sort of conversation now, isn't he? Where we start talking about the likes of, you know, he's not, I still think he's short of Slater. Yeah. Um, but he's moved well past Minicello now. Like mm-hmm. he's, I think he's in that sort of territory where we yeah. start talking about him like Slater. So that's that's saying something. Yeah. I, I know that Billy Slater is one of your favourites ever. Do you, Does that offend you when I say that, Friendy? No, it doesn't offend me at all. Teddy's fantastic. I think every origin performance, finals performance from Tedesco is 8 out of 10 and if not better when, when he's on. So, yeah, he's a, he's a terrific footballer. I, I just, yeah, B- Billy's the ultimate fullback for me. Oh, I think he covers all bases, but yeah, Teddy's right up there too. And let's be frank, when Teddy has an 8 out of 10 game, it's probably like somebody else's 9 out of 10. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so he, he is he is really, really going. And their back line, let's talk about their back line. So, uh, by the way, I also rate their spine. Their back line includes guys like legend Corey Allen, Paul Momorowski, Joey Manu, of course, uh, Joseph Suali'i, and Daniel Tupo. So, we're looking at mostly... Uh, a representative backline there. Friendy, do you rate that backline? Yeah, I do. So what I've heard, their backline, so that the outside backs will be, two, the wingers will be Tupo and Jackson Polo and uh, Joey Manu on, at right centre and Joseph Suali'i at left centre this year, which is, yeah, it all sounds pretty bloody good to me. Yeah, right. Kieran, do you rate that backline? I do. That's a huge backline, just as as well. By the way, that's uh, yeah, plenty of height. I also rate it, and I'm just going to jump through to one of my pointed questions, uh, friendy. You, you sort of gave me a, a bit of a, a bit of an answer there. Joseph Suali'i should play centre, not wing. Do you rate that, friendy? Yeah, uh, like I guess that's what's going to fit for them now, and he'll probably blitz it at left centre. I mean, he'll be outside Luke Keary. That'll be that edge. So. That's, yeah, somewhere, I don't know, somewhere to worry about for the oppositions, having those two coming at you. But um, I actually would have left him on the wing. I think he is an elite winger, like incredible. Um, so yeah, I probably would have left him, but I guess I'll end up rating it in the centres anyway. The kid's brilliant. Yeah, look, he's one I, I wouldn't have really minded either way if he stayed on the wing or went to centre. Um, I think he's definitely got the capability that Cobo probably doesn't have to, to cover centre. Um yeah, I'm excited to see how he goes, that's for sure. I, I'm like you, friend. I would have left him on the wing. And part of that is, see, if he plays left center and assuming that Tupo stays at left wing, you've got both your aerial targets on one side, just, just purely strategically. I, I, I kind of like the idea of leaving him on the right so you can split up, you can kick to both sides, not to mention the kick returns. Uh, hopefully he still gets his hands dirty there because the Roosters do play like that. Like Joey Manu will often do kick returns as well from dummy half, but not kick returns, but uh, yardage plays out of dummy half. So uh, I think I would have left him as well, but that's not to say that I think he'll do badly. I think he'll have a good season because it's jo- Joseph Suwali. He looks like a, a specimen. So I don't rate it. I would have kept him on the wing, but I think he'll have a great season nonetheless. And my other one is... Uh, more of a statement, I suppose, is that Brandon Smith does not improve the Roosters. Kieran, do you rate or not rate that? Uh, I don't rate. I I think it's a bit easy to say that he will improve the Roosters, just given that they didn't have probably the season that they were expecting or wanted to have last year. Um, but they've also, Sam Veros has been out 
of the hooking position for a while. I think if Brendan Smith plays a full season, he'll definitely improve the Roosters. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Let me um, let me go more into it, Friendy. The style of hooker that Smith is might not service Walker, Kiri, Tedesco the best. What do you think about that? I think he suits Teddy because Teddy buzzes around that ruck and, and Smith likes to jump out and play quite direct. Also, I, I understand what you're saying where he, he doesn't zing the ball quickly to his halves that well, which Kiri and Walker like, particularly Walker, because Walker wants to get the ball, play around with it, run around like a headless chook sometimes, and he plays a little bit different <laughs> to, to your traditional halfback. But I think Smith, yeah, it might be a little bit clunky. You think back to when they won the competition with – Cooper Cronk coming in and Teddy coming in. And the first eight weeks of footy was, fuck, geez, piss poor, really, mm. um, their attack. And all the papers were writing, well, Cronk this, Teddy that, blah, blah, blah. And they won the competition and then they won it, won it again the next year too. So I think they'll they'll find their feet. And Robinson likes to base his early season stuff on defense. So I think, can you imagine running at the middle of the field and you've got, Hargraves, Radley, Brandon Smith. Um, where, where where are you running? <laughs> I'm I'm passing. So yeah, I think defensively that just stiffens them up even more. You might actually pop a Sam Walker and just run eighty meters backwards. Yep, towards yep. your own try line. <laughs> yeah, uh, in yep. that case. Yeah, and then get in the car and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I, I, I don't rate it. I think he does improve the Roosters for sure. I agree with you, Friendly, though. It will change their style, and that might be clunky. And they were clunky last year too. They came home with a wet sail to get to sixth. So uh, I think there will be some teething issues for sure, um, but they've just got so much class there. Which leads me to the next question. Where are they going to finish? Top four, fifth to eighth again, ninth to twelfth, or bottom five? They finished sixth last year, but then were bundled out straight away. Friendy, where are they going to finish this year? Top four for mine. Uh, I've got them third on my ladder. So, yeah, I think they're a top four side. And they've some of the young guys I've seen are, are pretty impressive and they've they've blooded a few other young guys over the last couple of years, like your Egan Butchers. And they've played enough first grade now to be not necessarily leaders, but, but they're, they, they know what's up for the whole season um, and what's ahead of them. So, yeah, I've got them um, in the top four. Yeah, I've got them in the top four as well. I think there's too much class, even with a bit of injury. Me as well. And for the exact same reasons, uh, you, you know, you lose a guy like uh, Takeo and you get in, like, you know, Lindsay Collins has now emerged as like a, a genuine rep level front rower. He's going to be fine. Uh, and then to replace Lindsay Collins' impact, you've got Fletcher Baker, Egan Butcher, you know, like they're, they're okay. They're, their system is working really, really well. So pretty hard to predict anything other than top four for the Roosters. I think predicting anything other than top four would be a bold prediction, but none of us are doing that. So, Kieran, what's your bold prediction for the Roosters this year? Um, I'm not, again, I'm not sure how bold it is, but I'm going to say that they'll finish top two. At the end of the regular season or grand final? Regular season, yeah. So I think that they'll just miss out on the minor premiership. Okay. All right. I'm guessing you got the Panthers in for number one? Yes, but yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to predict anything other than that. Freddie, what's your bold prediction? Yeah, my bold prediction is Egan Butcher to be in an extended New South Wales origin squad. Egan Butcher? Mm-hmm, Egan. Right, so you're thinking the, the Blues might be looking at a, 
and a fresh new middle. Yeah, middle or edge. I, I think he'll play edge this year, Egan Butcher. I think uh, Angus Crichton sort of opened that up now. So I think the two brothers might play on the edges from what I was looking at in the trials. Ah. And I think, yeah, the, the, oh, the kid's a gun. Um, he's going to be a really good footballer for a long time, I think. That's interesting because I, I sort of had Nat Butcher paid for one of those sort of – he was almost my bold prediction in that realm. Um, so Egan Butcher, even just jumping over his brother, that would be very interesting. Yep. Um, but, yes, you're right, a very, very, very good footballer. I am going to go with, I think Jake Turpin plays like 18 games of first grade this year. Like I think that probably, I don't know if that counts as bold or not, but I'm just going to run with it because I, I think if Connor Watson was fit, Jake Turpin plays maybe five games this year, maybe, depending on how Brandon Smith goes. But with Connor Watson having a really significant injury in, in the offseason, I'm, I'm looking at Jake Turpin to be a really important cog in that in that rotation with Brandon Smith to, to allow Brandon Smith to have impact, uh, which is what they have bought him for. So I think Jake Tevin plays 18 games of first grade after being unwanted by the Broncos. <laughs> all right, boys. Thank you very, very much for your efforts. Thank you, Friendy. Thank you, Kieran. And thank you to all the listeners. We hope you enjoyed this episode about the Sydney Roosters. If you did, please like, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Uh, leave a comment rate on whatever app you're listening to us on and yes please do subscribe because that way you can catch us on the next episode which will be about the melbourne storm and we'll go above the horizontal again until then above the horizontal is a rugby league podcast by the fans and for the fans it's produced by our entire team of former writers for Real Sport, including Daniel Friend, Christopher Waring, Miles Steppen, Kieran Gibson, and me, Bo Nicholson. We'd love it if you could support us by telling a rugby league fan about us so they can go above the horizontal as well. Thanks for listening. See you next time. You know what's tricky sometimes? Picking who is going to win at the Oscars. You have to get yourself to a cinema to see all the movies, or at least have all the possible streaming services to make sure you don't miss a single one. You have to pay attention to all the precursor award shows to see who's winning so far. The Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, they're the pretty obvious ones. But don't forget the Critics' Choice Awards, or the SAGs, or the DGAs, or the PGAs, or the Eddies, or the Gothams, or the AFI Top 10, or the National Board of Review. Ugh. Exhausting, right? Or you can just join me for Academy Watch on the We Made This Podcast Network. I'm the host, Bo Nicholson, and I've been reading the trends, keeping stats, and seeing as many movies as humanly possible, and I can tell you who the big players will be on the big night. Me and a different guest each week will also be dissecting one of the key movies each season, including giving out personal awards and diving into them thematically. Will everything everywhere all at once remain the frontrunner and win Best Picture? Or will a film seize the momentum late in the season to storm home, like Coda did last year? Time will tell, but what I do know is that as it happens, you'll hear it on Academy Watch, wherever you get your podcasts.